Hi everyone, my name is Joey Roy Bondo, College Associate Director and Head of Research and welcome to a new episode of Collier's Insights Podcast, a podcast series where our experts comment on the latest real estate news and provide you, our listeners, with insights on issues affecting the Philippine real estate market. Today's guest is Gigi Limguanco, Collier's Associate Director for Residential Services, a licensed real estate broker with more than 20 years of experience in residential sales and leasing. Gigi is Collier's go-to expert for everything related to luxury and high-end residential real estate and expat leasing. Today, we will ask Gigi about how she started her career in residential real estate and what tips she can provide property owners on how to effectively market their properties. I'm excited to hear more, so let's go ahead and ask Gigi. Hi, Gigi. Welcome and thanks for joining us today. Hi, Joey. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Now, please walk us through your career as a real estate broker and how did you start in residential leasing and sales? Hi, Joey. I started my career in real estate in Rockwell Land in year 2000. We handled the leasing of the first five residential towers in the west block of Rockwell with about 700 plus units. And we also closed some condominiums for sale in luxury apartments such as Rizal, um, Manansala and Luna Gardens. In year 2002, um, one of my clients, I had an opportunity to work for a moving company and uh, I helped establish the relocation services. This allowed me to know the local market for expat housing, where we deal with owners and tenants. So uh, before, uh, I used to handle Rockwell um, as the luxury apartment, but this helped me um, know more about the local market in Makati and BGC. After that, in year 2004, um, I worked for C.B. Richard Ellis, where I was hired to do residential leasing, and then I obtained my license for real estate brokerage. So um, starting with Rockwell, um, I already knew that I had a passion to work for real estate. Um, it is a very dynamic um, type of job. And um, in spite of all the stresses, I end up uh, uh, continuing my journey here in real estate. Thank you, Gigi. Now, tell us, what's awesome about your job at uh, Colliers Philippines? What's awesome about my work here in Colliers are the people that we collaborate with on a daily basis. And of course, the clients that we service and create relationships with. Our service here in residential is very personal. That's why it is never the same. It is very dynamic. We get to meet people from several cultures and uh, communities, and we enjoy vast learnings from our clients. Um, having this type of work, we learn so much from the values of our clients and we learn to customize, adapt our service offerings in a way that is beneficial for them. Thank you, Gigi. And as we always say at the Colliers, we help uh, accelerate our client success. Now, I want to wear my um, market research hat and ask you, has expat residential leasing picked up. Are expats really back and uh, which locations do they prefer? We have observed the leasing market pick up this year compared to the past two years wherein we are at the height of the pandemic. I think this is attributable to the easing up of the restrictions on COVID protocols related also to the buildings, to the villages, and also to the government regulations as a whole. 
I think the expats now are more inclined to come to the Philippines because they find it safer. I mean, a lot of people are already vaccinated. And at the same time, it's healthier to travel now. Um, locations um, that is mostly preferred by expats, as we have seen, have not changed. And most of them are still very much inclined to go to BGC, primarily because the um, schools for the children are there. And it is offering a lot of establishments on the restaurant side, on the shopping side, and um, leisure side. And also, we still have the Makati CBD and Walkwell as mostly preferred by the expats. Thanks for the insights, uh, Gigi. Um, what other trends are you seeing now in the market? In real estate, if there is one thing that is constant, is it's never affected by the pandemic, if I may begin with that. People now, um, because of the pandemic, um, they now are able to move from the cities to the suburbs. So we can see a lot of people that are owning condominiums here, wanting to purchase properties in the villages outside the CBD, such as um, in the Calabarzon area or in the north they would like to enjoy a nice mountain view. They would like to enjoy fresh air. And at the same time, if, you know, um, people are still on the lookout, should there be any lockdown? So they tend to purchase outside of the CBD. The uh, condominiums uh, within the size of about two to three bedrooms, those have been constantly in demand um, in the CBD areas. But um, sadly, uh, the smaller units have been affected um, in terms of the demand because a lot of uh, the working executives have moved back home because we're still doing hybrid um, in terms of the work. And uh, right now, uh, we've also seen a lot of buyers looking for more space. So now um, they're upgrading. If before they would like a one bedroom, now they make sure they have another room for their office. Or if they have uh, children, they want to make sure that there's uh, an area for schooling. So this is really not only that, but it's more for the family safety um, in case uh, there's anything that happened on the health reason side. And at the same time, um, it also gives them the opportunity to enjoy more space, not only um, in the more rooms, but also an area for greener spaces. Like uh, a lot of people have turned into the habit of uh, taking care of plants and uh, more interaction with nature. Another thing that we see also is that we've seen people not wanting to go out. Uh, starting from the pandemic, they like to shop for homes virtually or online. So they would check uh, for property postings online. And based on that, they would immediately be able to shortlist shortlist the properties that they would like to go for. And um, I think right now, um, the accessibility to establishments, even if they are living outside of Metro Manila, has also been in demand so that they don't have to go back to the CBD. So there's just a little movement that's happening here and there. But, you know, as we see the market picking up, I think um, the demand for the CBD will increase as time goes by. Thank you, G. Those are very interesting points. I took down some notes. Now, there are several brokers in the market, but how do you differentiate? Okay, uh, I think one thing that differentiates me and my team from other real estate brokers and firms is our detailed approach to assisting and guiding our clients. And of course, um, through time, we've grown um, to know our local market knowledge in the areas that we specialize. Uh, we like to guide and hand hold our clients in assisting them in finding their homes and helping them with their investments. We always like to provide excellent customer service and strive to go extra mile in 
providing the best for our clients. With this, we've seen clients stay with us with their leases, and we've also seen that uh, we've had long-term relationship with the owners of the property who'd like us to offer their properties to tenants and to buyers or sellers. Thank you, G. Now, I know that you have a lean but mean theme. How do you manage your workload? Well, uh, yeah, yes, Joey, uh, I would have to agree that um, we are a small team, but we consider our team lean but mean team. Um, the reason for me saying that is that we make sure that our team is well aware of each of our tasks and roles. So we, we try to take advantage of these strengths that we have in the team and to make sure also that we manage our workload. Um, one thing that we do is we have checklists and we make sure also that if it's important, we copy each other in the community correspondences that we have with our clients so that we go forward together. And uh, this one allows us also to create long-term relationships with our clients because, you know, um, they know that when we speak, we are all saying the same thing together. And this has made us also broker of, of their choice. Thanks, G. Now, can you discuss briefly uh, your residential asset management service? Just give a few points. Our residential asset management is a service that we offer to one of our absentee owners. It actually started from that because we don't have this service before. But we had an owner that said, you know, I have properties that I'm not able to handle and I'm very far. That's why uh, we started with a few units here in BGC where we are managing um, the owner's assets and we provide uh, solutions in helping the client manage, do their preventive maintenance and at the same time find tenants. So with the service, we've uh, retained the uh, service agreement for this client for quite a long time. And I think um, we are also able to help uh, first-time landlords and absentee landlords in providing expertise in handling their hard-earned investment in a safe and assuring manner by having us as their point of contact here in the Philippines. Thank you, G. That was a comprehensive explanation of uh, your residential asset management service. Now, can you give our uh, prospective property buyers or renters out there um, some tips in terms of um, how do they navigate through this uh, residential sector, especially now that uh, we are slowly recovering from the COVID-19 pandemic? That is correct, Joey. We recommend renters, uh, first of all, to ensure that when they rent a property, they handle the upkeep of their lease properties and they also strive to create harmonious relationship with their landlords because it's very hard to find a property that you can call a home in the Philippines. So as much as possible, you'd like to stay there and as much as possible, you'd like to own up and be committed to the accountability based on contract. On the other side, uh, for buyers who are looking for investment, um, we encourage buyers to look into high demand areas that has leasing activity, such as central business districts that has high employment in terms of location of their investments and to look for properties with good brand and building management. Because at the end of the day, um, the longevity of the property is based on how uh, the developer carries a good brand and manages the property in the long term. Thank you very much, Gigi. I really learned a lot about residential sales and leasing in this episode. And I'm sure our listeners did too. Maybe we can do this again over a cup of coffee and a slice of cake or maybe two slices. If you'd like to reach out to Gigi, we'll leave her contact details in the description box of this episode.
please also visit our website, colleges.com, to know more about our residential services. Now, before we end this session, do check out our second quarter 2022 Philippine Property Market Reports covering office, residential, industrial, and hotel sectors. These reports can be downloaded via the links we will leave in the description box of this episode. This has been Joe Roy Bondok, and we hope you'll join us in our next episode of Collier's Insights Podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye, Gigi. Bye. Thank you.